Blizzard just consistently has just been like money sluts, and so they're pumping out garbage and charging it top dollar. Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I'm Amanda. And we are all back from DLGCon, Austin, Texas. And uh, don't listen to last, that last episode. It's a, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot going on on that one. I started <laughs> listening to lot. it. I got about halfway through, and I was like, this is rough. And I was there, and I had a great time. Well, during there, it was pretty good. Uh, I ended up finishing. It, was not, it wasn't that bad. But, uh, yeah, I, I think maybe the first year was my, maybe the first chaotic. We're getting better. We've only done five live episodes. And, uh, yeah, I think we're getting better. What would you guys think? I think it's a better watch than listen. So check it out on YouTube. Yeah, for yeah, sure. definitely oh, watch yeah, one. You definitely can put some faces it. to some fans and yeah. some active people in the uh, community. Definitely watch it. It was the best live episode I've ever heard. Yeah, I, I would think. agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think it was the best. At least for me, I think it was like the best DLG con as well. It's a t- it's a tough tie though with the first year, but it it's up there, man. Like that was yeah, I thought that was a wonderful time, and that was a good episode too. Speaking of the first DLG, uh, uh, thoughts are going into maybe doing it again in San Diego next year. But uh, we have a whole year to, well, we got about six months to plan that. So we'll. Yeah, uh, we'll put it to a vote. But I do think that it would be some beautiful meta shit to go back to where it all started for the five year and then 10 year. Uh, like the five year reunion of DLG Con and the 10 year of the podcast that would just be i think very uh you know poetic to go back to <laughs> yeah to meanwhile meanwhile i think we should just do it at diddy's house but hey, bo- we're all going to the middle of nowhere hey flight's gonna be cheap though <laughs> Bobby, hey up. i just want some corn it has the juice <laughs> <laughs> sit up straight bobby zaya's here zaya's watching oh right on man yeah we were just playing some street <laughs> fighter actually um <laughs> Yeah, I was like, hey, have you played? And he's like, yeah, I went to training mode and I uh, watched the YouTube video on how to play Ryu. I was like, you're going to do great. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Well, I remember playing, I think I played Mortal Kombat against him. I don't know which one it was. It must have been like eight or nine yeah. at the time. Yeah, I did not do well. But I'm a Street Fighter guy, dude. Mortal Kombat's tough for me. It's very, uh, I don't it's know. Different. I, find, I find it very clunky. It's a, yeah, it's like a, a lot of people say that, that it's stiff. Although it got a lot better. Uh, 10 is when it turned around at 10 and on has been very good hmm. but uh yeah welcome dude posture check <laughs> yeah uh welcome to the show bro all right this? Uh, Zaya this is the person you introduced uh Zaya was uh albert's friend uh we talked about them they were integral in the beginning of this whole podcast and now he's back baby <laughs> and i'm not hey, a street fighter welcome. guy by the way i played street fighter 2 in the 90s I played a lot of it. That was my favorite game of all time. <laughs> Didn't really continue on. Dude, Street Fighter Six is going to be a good spot to jump back in. Did no you thanks. see the character creator? <laughs> yeah, I saw what people are doing on the character creator. <laughs> it's pretty funny, man. Yeah. What are they it's, doing? Uh, so, like, you can really do any, like, body part as big or as small as you want. So, people have, like, these huge Ooh. thighs that are, like, four feet wide, <laughs> but their torso is, like, a foot in radius. <laughs> yeah. So, like, really skinny ankles, super thick thighs, really skinny hips, really thick. Uh, uh, look it up, Christian. Uh, Street Fighter Six crazy characters Character or something. Yeah. So what they're going for in that game is they're doing this like I forget what it's called, but they're trying to 
recapture the feeling of an arcade. So you'll have your character, your avatar, and you can walk around to different virtual Street Fighter machines. And at that machine, uh, yeah, look at those fucking weird ass shit. Oh my <laughs> Bro, God. the first this one looks sport. like Emilio. Hold it's on, it's on the top that is Emilio. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's me right there. Arm wrestling champion. <laughs> um, so what was I said? Oh yeah, they're re- trying to recreate it in the feeling our arcade. So in an arcade, you would go up and you would put your quarter up, and uh, that means that you're next in line. And then as the quarters move over, that means your place in line is getting closer. And then once it gets to the center, then it's your turn, and you get to challenge whoever the reigning winner is. And so in this virtual world, you walk around as this crazy person you make. You also get to fight as them and you make their whole uh, fight, uh, all their abilities, everything. You can make whatever you want, basically. Um, and then you can basically go to a Street Fighter cabinet, watch the two players play and also be in line in queue to challenge the guy who's winning for that cabinet. Or you could just go fight somebody one on one. But yeah, they're trying to recreate that whole like watch who's winning then it's your turn to challenge him and then hopefully you take over the cabinet and then you can keep going i th- i think it's a cool move i've seen it try to, they try to do this in like a dragon ball that i try to play there's the, the one that came out before dragon ball fighter c that wasn't very good um but for some reason i, I really hope this is going to uh work out but anyway all the streamers, yeah. everybody that's put their hands on Street Fighter Six, I think it's either out in Japan or there's like a demo in Japan. A lot of information. Everybody loves it. Everybody's like, this is what we wanted, blah, blah, blah. Street Fighter Five was made during a real bad time in Capcom history. Like they were they were they were about to go bankrupt. So they barely had any money. They just kind of cobbled a game together. And uh now they're doing very well maybe the some of the best they've ever done in their history uh money wise and so they're throwing a lot of money at street fighter six and it shows Capcom makes resident evil right yeah they look how much money have they made in the with the remakes and all this stuff dude they're killing it and they're coming out with a new version of the last resident evil that just came out which is the gold version which includes like a three-hour dlc or four-hour dlc Mm. and it's just like capcom is firing on all cylinders right now which is nice to see yeah. Um, they've been around for so fucking long, dude. Yeah. And good for them, you know. Um, when you have a really, some really bad years, and then you can make it come back, uh, that's, like, everybody loves a comeback story, you know. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about some games that have come to our attention this week. I imagine there's going to be a lot of them with Steam Next Fest going on. Yeah. Or maybe uh, or maybe people have just played a lot of games. I did not. Um the one game that I wanted to talk about that I noticed this week was Streets of Rogue 2. So Streets of Rogue, the original game, was kind of a big hit for some of us in the podcast. Emilio, you played a lot of it. I we played, played a lot most, of it by together. far. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, how would you even describe that game? It was a roguelike <laughs> co-op where you got to choose a character, like a class of a character, um, and that determined what abilities you had. So we would find these synergies, like, a, I don't know, what were the characters? It was like a cop and a mechanic or... Yeah, exactly. Or like a, a thief and a gorilla. Mm-hmm. Or uh, I think the doctor I played a lot because you could heal with that. Yeah, you could heal with the doctor and you could also um, uh, chloroform people. Yeah. And then there's like out. a ninja and you could do all kinds of shit. Like the characters are very, very... Um, 
they they vary so much. The character completely changed the way you play the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and you're in this uh, world. This it, city. It's, yeah, it's a city. It's a top down game, but you can interact with everything. You can knock a hole through a wall. You can blow up a building. You can sneak past everyone. Like the world is your oyster. You can do whatever you want in this game. There are objectives that you have to complete. Yeah. Um, so we had a good time with that game, but this sequel is going in a bit of a new direction. It's kind of like Stardew Valley in a way. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it's going open world. You're still going to fight and sneak around (laughs) and do all the stuff that you usually do. But instead of going from level to level, you're just going to be in this in this persistent world. Okay, um, but if you, as long as you're not farming, yeah, I don't I don't know <laughs> if there's like base building or anything like that. Okay, I don't know. I'm kind of excited. I, I like that uh, idea. No, I'm but, cool with the open world for sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little more GTA. Than well, when we had played, when I had played Streets of Rogue, it was missing a lot of levels. Um, I think there were only three God, and we got so to the early. end and it instantly killed you. And for a moment I yeah. thought like, how did I die? You know what yeah. happened? And then a message comes up and says, Hey, these, the next levels haven't been completed yet. But yeah, that game, not only is it done, but like there's he, the guy's still working. I saw an update like three weeks ago. So, uh, there's Jeez. so many new characters. Um, you could play as a comedian. He'll start telling jokes. He's like, meow, 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 meow. and like a group of people come over and then you have like a 10% chance of somebody liking your joke. And then they'll just become your slave after that. And the rest of them hate you though. So if they, they'll, the rest of them will attack you on site. Uh, it's crazy. It's a crazy game. Uh, you can play <laughs> as a gorilla, which That's is super strong, but he can't speak. So you can't interact, you can't buy things, you can't sell things. You can use the ATM, but that's pretty much it. So there's pros and cons. Anyway, this is a lot prettier version. I'll give them that. Yeah, the graphics stepped up a little bit. The original Streets of Rogue came out so long ago that I had kind of forgotten about it. And I think it was in early access for a while. Not me, dude. I have it installed right now. Oh, yeah, like, I haven't touched it in forever. Yeah. But it's a see. hard sell, though, dude. Like, it is. Yeah, it's like... Oh, um, it was released in 2019, but I played it way before that. I'm, I must have played it in early access. Uh, overwhelmingly positive, 12,000 reviews. But once you start playing it, you're like, I don't... What the fuck is this? Like, what's going on? But the, what's going on is hundreds of inter, uh, interconnected things. Like, these people hate me because I'm a vampire. But these people... What, whatever, all kinds of shits going on. And you only figure it out by playing it. It's one of those weird games like that, but uh, I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to play now. Do we have a release date for the second one? 2023 is what it says. So not too far away. Huh. Yeah. We're, we're almost at 2023. This year's almost over. Yeah. Speaking of 2023 yeah. release dates, um, did you guys see the De- Dead Space remake trailer? I did. I meant to put it on here. But uh, you got it. Good. Dude, USG. it is pretty fucking cool looking, to be honest. Did you watch um, it, Bobby? Yeah, I watched it. Okay. I don't get excited over trailers, though. It, it looked way too cinematic for me to put any faith in this game. I do know that Dead Space, you know, they did that really well. They had that whole U, very clean UI. that UI built onto your character. Yeah, right. where you didn't need a lot of the uh, heads-up display stuff that you usually get with a video game, and it looked great. But still, like when I see a trailer like this, I'm like, "What are you? What are you hiding from me? What's what's the real deal? What's <laughs> you're the actual so cynical, cynical, man? Secrets? Well, at least I we mean, can say, I've been playing video games long enough. You're going to be a, a well. It doesn't cynical. look like shit, right? 
No, it looks good, dude. But how many how many trailers have looked like this? And then you go to play the game, and it's like, what the hell is this? You know, it's nothing Fact. like the trailer. Mm, like, come okay. on, dude. I mean, have we all? It's pretty hard to get Jade Space wrong, though. <laughs> no, just as many games, <laughs> just as many games have a good uh, have a bad trailer and end up being pretty good, or have a good trailer and end up being good. It's not the majority of games that have good trailers and are bad. I would say it is when it comes to AAA games, like we have been consistently oversold these games with trailers. It's like a, a meme with E3. Like, I don't know. These are, these are old memes, but, uh, no. they have these, the, have you seen those before where they show like, um, E3 yeah. trailer, actual game? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh dude, that was, that's so funny though. Like yeah. the one for watchdogs was so bad. Like the trailer they had, like, I think it was like 70 or 80 AI units, like on the screen, like in the club. And, but like the actual gameplay, there's like 10 like it is so bad. Yeah. And you know, maybe this is coming from somewhere because I played Overwatch 2 this week, spoiler alert, but um they did not deliver on uh, what they had promised. So. Spoilers, dude. <laughs> Highlight spoilers. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that later. We trust no one says clown notion. Um I I think here's here's my hot take. Um as someone who played a fuck ton of Dead Space and even more of a fuck ton of Dead Space 2, um Leslie's never played Dead Space. Um I just want to play it with her and the fact that it's a, it's dead space one with a fresh coat of paint. That's all I really care about. Co-op? I really want. The original dead space one was not co-op. I don't think it's co-op. No, what I'm saying is like, we'll couch. We'll like, oh, okay. she watches. And then if I die, we'll switch. It's like do the old fashioned cool. co-op. Yeah. Um, it's what we do guys, with, um, go to war. Did you two end up playing together? Uh, dead space two. Cause you guys talked about it. We, me and Bobby. Yeah. No, we played dead space yeah, three. Dead space three. Oh, three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All the way through. Yeah, we nah, no, we ended up playing what five hours, four and a half hours, or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, like, enough for me to quite kind a of bit. get the picture. It, the if I remember correctly, the weapons were really interesting in that one. You could really design your own weapon and do all sorts of creative creative stuff with that. But I was a little unimpressed with the gameplay in general. I mean, I the first they tried Dead to do Space too much. It, I, I don't think it got better. Uh, than the first dead space. I think they started with a fantastic game. The second one was like, okay. And then the third one, I don't know. I I actually think the second one's the best one out of like gameplay and everything. The only reason I say that is that, so like dead space one, there's a lot of like corridor shooting, but like in dead space two, there's these big wide open areas. Like you're like in the food court of like this, you know, the spaceship and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And it's really wide and it's like crazy. Cause you have enemies coming from every direction. Yeah. But like, yeah, the first Dead one Space does one, get pretty old, pretty quick. As far as the setting goes, you're just going through like an abandoned ship for, I think the game's about eight hours long. And the second one, yeah, you start out in like the creepy nursery and you're in like a living quarters, like this giant ship where people have inhabited and the, the monsters have just kind of shredded the place. So you're seeing the aftermath of that. So there was definitely I, some cool stuff about that. I think Dead Space 2 has one of the craziest opening videos. Like once you like start the game and they're like they play the opening cinematic. Yeah, and me I and Leslie, like <laughs> me I and Leslie watch it. She's to... like, what the fuck is going on? But you start with that and it's like, where do you even go from that? How do you build tension from from that? I that that was kind of the problem I had with the second death, Dead Space. It just the first one was so atmospheric, and I know that word gets overused a lot, but it really was. And then the second one was just like immediately first minute balls to the wall gore it sounds like you guys are talking yeah. about alien and aliens 
Like you could apply it's, everything right? you guys just said mm-hmm. to those two movies. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what? Good. I agree. Um, with for those who don't know, Dead Space Two opens up with the main character you played in Dead Space One. You're just like on an examination table, but like vertically, and you're like in a straitjacket, and you're like, "Oh, they're putting him in psycho ward because you saw all the shit that he saw." And like the doctor's like, "Yeah, we're here for your routine checkup." And then this fucking just brain monster just sticks a fucking spike in his head and turns him into a essentially a space demon. And then you're just like running around with a straitjacket on, just avoiding all this shit while everything's just going to chaos. Damn. And uh, like it literally goes from like zero to one hundred in about three seconds. Hey Nick, did you watch um, the anime? The anime, uh, I watched a little bit of it. Bobby said it was pretty ago. good, right, Bobby? The movie, yeah, yeah. Again, anime- back when I was doing my video game movie reviews, I did a video on this. I think there were a few movies, but there was specifically one that I did the review on that came out right before Dead Space 2 as a way to promote the game. And they actually put yes. a lot of money into it. And it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. It changed the animation there was, style. So it was like four stories in, um, and four stories from four different people. And it kind of bridges the gap between Dead Space 1 and 2. What's it called, Christian? So people can look uh, for Dead it. Space Aftermath. Oh, Aftermath. If yeah. anybody's but there's one other one that I, I have not seen. Um and a big change from one to two, and I don't know, I don't really fall on either side of this, but Dead Space One had that whole silent protagonist thing that was very popular for a yeah, long time. In Isaac video games. never talked. Yeah, but then they changed that in the second one. Yeah, um, everyone was just talking at him, and they've already shown in the remake trailer that he does talk. So I don't know what to like feel about that. But then again, he should fucking talk. He's being attacked by like the most horrific things you've ever seen in your goddamn life. Yeah. I mean, looking back, it does seem kind of ridiculous that we had this whole thing where the the lead character in a game wouldn't talk and just and you know they kind of lampshaded it in um, in Half Life and made jokes about it. Half Life Two, they really pointed it out. Yeah, right? yeah. And this has been the radar where we talk about seven year old games, hundred year old games. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? Well, they get remade. That's the trend these days. All right, what else we got? Well, something else that kind of seems a little bit like a remake, but I don't think so. Uh, Grimlord, I put on my radar. Uh, that's part of the next fest thing that showed up, and I believe the demo is out, and that's one of the things that I will be playing tonight. It kind of looks a bit like Blade and Sorcery, if you tried that, but it looks smooth, and I mean, if they can, if it completely moves well, and um, like the movements actually hit, and it's precise and accurate, then I just see this game being absolutely incredible. Like what Skyrim you would want to have. You know what I mean? And so you're kind of looting and exploring and like killing mobs and killing things. And you can craft your own weapons and use them, like be part of the blacksmithing and stuff. And um, it just looks cool. It looks fun, especially if, uh, like I said, if the combat is great, then that would be wonderful. Yeah, the graphics look good. I mean, yeah. The animations look smooth too. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. Um uh speaking of skyrim and, and this so skyrim vr doesn't have as many mods as the original skyrim skyrim but um it has a ton of mods for itself too and it you can really dial that game in into whatever you want i was watching a guy uh doing mods on skyrim vr and i guess you know in in um the regular skyrim vr when you cut somebody or or you hit something it, the sword or the axe will just pass through and somebody put a mod in there that like 
your axe or your sword will actually stick into the person. And so you can't continue the stroke. That's just one example. But then that also came with like being able to like, uh, fuck with people. So you could like reach out with your hands and like grab their heads and like move it around and like move their facial features. He's like, this seems so wrong. He's just like grabbing people's noses and like wiggling Wild. their faces. Yeah. But if they're not aggressive, they don't do anything anyway. But he's like, this is so strange. Like you just walk up to people and molest them basically. What do you That's call wild. it? Um, the, I, I, I can see why they added that, like that contact thing, because I've seen people play, like a uh, Skyrim VR and there's like this like whole, like just flicking the wrist, mm-hmm. like uh like thing with the sword yeah. because the game doesn't, it's such an old game and people like fucking Bethesda lazy pieces of shit. They can't, they don't want to calculate like thrust and force behind a hit. So as long as the sword touches the body, if yeah, you just fucking vibrate on someone, you just deal like 90,000 damage and then that's it. Um, and that's why games like this, like Grimlord, like it looks good because a there's contact in your sword or whatever the fuck you're using bounces back, and, and it seems like they actually have a physics system. So I yeah. agree. I think that this and and it's always going to be better, right? When you make a game for VR, you know what I mean. Um, and so this, I think this is going to be set out to succeed. It isn't out yet. It says that it's going to come out in the fourth quarter of 2022, so we should be seeing it in the next few months. Um, and I will probably talk about it on the next episode and highlights because I do plan on playing this tonight because I wanted to check it out. And so, yeah, I'm excited. It'll be fun. Going back quickly, though, to the mod thing. The only mod I would only have on Skyrim, dude, is I'd change all my dragons to Thomas the Train. I saw somebody <laughs> did that. Oh, I thought it was troll as shit, and I'm here for it, and I love it. Have just, you seen the one Instead for... of the dragon, you just hear, toot, toot, yeah. and everybody's like, oh, what is that? The, the opening <laughs> scene is so fire. good. It's like, yeah, they're going to chop your head off. But instead of like the growl, it's a choo choo. And <laughs> exactly. it's, so, it's, and it's like, I don't think you can. <laughs> but no, this uh, game, uh, Grimwood, looks awesome. So I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, what are yeah. we looking at? Is this still Grimwood? Has a no, this gun? is a choo choo Charles. It's like this fandom that was created. <laughs> Um, in the Thomas the Train Chain Engine like mm. lore, and then it kind of became its own thing. Oh, gotcha. Kind of like Five Nights and Freddy's. Well, it, um, it, it started from that Skyrim meme. Like the guy uh, said, that he made this game because that Skyrim meme was so popular. And then he thought, oh, wouldn't this be? A, it could be an actual cool game idea. So I guess we'll see on Choo Choo Charles. That's but. pretty hilarious. Sweet. Hilarious. Sorry. Yeah, I'd like to check that out. Although that does look terrifying. You guys know me and spiders. Holy shit. But that, that'll be fun. Uh, hopefully they don't have spiders in Grimlord because I know how much dark fantasy action RPGs love to put them in. So we'll see. <laughs> they're not just any kind of spiders. They're giant spiders. They're trained spiders, dude. Gross. Gross. Uh, speaking of swords and sorcery, we have mounts and blades. We know about this game. Nick, what's going on with this? Uh, they're doing their full release on the 25th. It's still uh, in early access? Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. And the worst part is I just picked it up like two weeks ago or like a week ago. No, you say you this. play all the time, right? Yeah, I play like maybe like once or twice a month. Like it's like one of those games I can just pick up and play, right? Yeah. But because it's coming out, everybody's like, oh, no, my saves. And I'm like a solid 11 hours into this playthrough. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. I hope my save doesn't get invalidated. 
because it doesn't happen every time they update the game. Well, this um, one's a pretty big one. Who knows? Uh, so yeah. what are they promising? What's going out? Um, they're not, they're holding a lot of things to their chest. A lot of it's refinement things as well as, uh, like the actual late game scenario along with more things to do with castles and assaulting them. Mm -hmm. Um, from my understanding, there's going to be like more weapons, obviously, and other things that are added. Um, I don't think they're going to do anything crazy, like add another faction or anything like that. I don't think that's going to be the case, but from like my understanding, they're holding what is actually coming out on 1.0 pretty close to the, pretty close to the chest. I do know that they're like they're doing like a release party where people are dressing up like knights and like factions from the actual game. But all I have to say is if you do pick up this game and you do decide to play it, uh, do not attack the race that's based on Mongolians um, when you are super low level because you will get fucked up. <laughs> Dude, just here's like so I literally was playing like before we even started the podcast. Bless you. Um, and like I didn't know how their their faction fights. It's all just archer cavalry. Yeah, all of archer it. cavalry. And so it's just it. running around you is just say like, ow, 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 ow. All your dudes are dying because they're all poor farmers with like lupus. They're just like, ow, <laughs> ow, ow. Lupus it's and arrows terrible. in their heads. Yeah, this is not yeah, a good combination. Just, <laughs> you're like, this fucking sucks. How do I beat this? And yeah, it just dude. turns out just having more archers or more cavalry, really. But that's the other thing. Their cavalry is just as good fighting with melee combat as they are with archery. So it's like, what the fuck do you do? They were a crazy army, man. I'm, I'm cool that they're represented correctly in this uh, in this game. Fun history fact: Did you know that, uh, like Chingus, because his name was actually called Chingus, not Genghis. Um, he was one thing that he would do when he was sieging a city would ha- he would have three different colored tents, and those three colored tents meant uh, essentially peace terms. Right? He would just show up with the first color and. Uh, it was like an open invitation, and everybody knew this because of everyone's like, hey, everyone's getting killed by this guy named Chingus. We should probably learn about him. Um, the first color essentially meant we will assimilate you into our culture. We will um, peacefully take over. You just have to give up. We're not going to murder anybody. Um, then the second tent was like, okay, you've pissed us off. We're going to kill every male that exists uh, above, like, I think the age of like 10 or something like that. And then the final tent was like, we're going to kill everybody, women and children too. Um, and like, there's a, there's a, a long story because I, I, from what I know, from what I understand, a lot of the, we didn't know that much because they didn't really keep that many good records. Um, but there was a huge unearthing of like, uh, like how to pronounce his name correctly and a bunch of other things about him that were unearthed like eight years ago. Hmm. Yeah, uh, super, super interesting podcast called, uh, fuck, uh, the wrath of the cons. It was very, it's probably the best, best podcast I ever listened to con as in, you know, Genghis gone, Genghis gone. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he's it's four hours so long people. and it's incredible. <laughs> he literally killed so many people that it affected the O's. I mean like the ozone layer. Yeah. When they do I core mean, samples. They can tell that the uh, CO2 dropped while he was raining because he killed so many farmers. That's major. Savage. Yeah. 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 Oh, savage, my daughter. Dude. My daughter has spots on her back called Mongolian, uh, the Mongolian dots or whatever. She has those because of this fucking guy. Um, I, I don't know how it all works out, but yeah, there's blue dots that uh, anybody that has any descendants from 
the Mongols. What? I guess. Yeah. I got to see this. Someone... Yeah, dude. Look it up. It's called the... Young uh, Jamie, pull it up. <laughs> it's called the uh, the Mongolian... Yeah, look. She has... Not like that. She has like the real one. <laughs> she has like the real one. But uh, yeah, they say sometimes they go away and sometimes they don't. But this was a thing that like the Mongols had where they could identify which babies were theirs and which ones weren't. And they would just That's kill the ones crazy. that didn't have it. Yeah. And so it ended up being a trait that uh, got passed down because all the babies that didn't have it died. So if they come back and take over the world, Luna's going to live. That's all I got. <laughs> Luna will be the, the matriarch. She will <laughs> live. How nuts is this, guys? That is fucking yeah, nuts. If you, don't, if, if you think about it pretty deeply, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. Like you, it, she, well, I mean, technically she has Mongolian in her apparently, but what I'm saying is it's been that fucking long that you're like, she's just Mexican. Yeah. You I know? think he's, but I think he's probably the most important person that's ever lived. Arguably. Honestly. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not about we're trying, that. We're, we're talking about video games. Podcast with DLG. Guys, guys yeah, we, have, wow. we have next. Is this like gaming podcast? All kinds that's... of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, something else that also uh, was a long time ago is the setting in uh, the saloon and whole Wild West era, which is why I put uh, Black Trail on my radar for, uh, for VR. Another one. It seems to be a, uh, you know, Western Western FPS, uh, which is cool because you go through and you're going to have shootouts with people and bandits. And it's going to be it like it, it, it seems like it's going to be, yeah, like Red Dead Redemption, too. But in VR, you know, that's kind of the vibe I'm getting with it. But I'm going to have a lot of fun role playing this one. That's for sure. <laughs> Picking up a cowboy hat and be like, it's a root toot scoot and boogie. Let's go. <laughs> and, that's, and that's pretty cool that you could sit there and like, you know, ride on a train with like an old ass, like, you know, machine gun and you're just cranking. It, like and it's just you know annihilating people it seems th- i think there's a lot of promise with this i just hope it's not clunky and odd because even when i played um what is it pavlov or whatever um that it that was kind of like weird and clunky getting used to so hopefully with the older style guns it'll be a little bit easier because they are the kind of guns that like you would have <laughs> they were to clunky, you know yeah yeah yeah, they would be clunky just in nature. So hopefully that works out in uh, in the game's favor. But yeah, this looks this looks very fun. And it's historically accurate because I've only seen Native Americans been shot. So. <laughs> I was about to say something, dude. It's just <laughs> every, nothing. But every, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. Oh, oh, some, oh, here we go. There's some Mexicans. Yeah, here we go. Some Mexicans oh, are getting their yeah, just due now. But yeah, cool. <laughs> I never thought about it. But yeah, like doing, I don't know if it's in the game, but it'd be so cool to do the, what's the, the quick draw? What is that called? Sam and I were talking um, about it the other day. Well, it's like a uh, shootout. A shootout? Is that yeah, what it's called, well, Bobby? A duel? A, uh, yeah. What's that called? A like, by the way, the rules are ridiculous. You wait till the first, tie, first guy goes for his gun before you can, what the fuck? It's like starting yeah, a race yeah. after the first guy starts running. It's so strange. But yeah, what's well, it called? Yeah. I think just but a this duel. Game, a duel? Uh, Black Trail yeah, comes out in 2022. Duel. But I think it is just a gun duel, yeah. And I think you can do that in this game, Black Trail. So, well, at least when it gets released in 2022. But the demo's out now, so that's kind of neat. Yeah, let us know how it is next week. For sure. Um, mines are... Mines. Mine are really cool. Uh, really Mine. quick. Um, Slay the Spider, Spire has a board game uh, coming out. 
Um, <laughs> according to the website that I went to, it's an 8.2 out of 10 for whatever that means. Uh, it's one of four players and it's a cooperative deck building game. So I believe that all four players are building a deck together to get through the game. And um, I'm looking at it a extra hard because I'm digging these co-op board games um, ever since um, was a cuphead, Bobby. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's such a cool, uh, for me, it's novel and I I'm digging it. And then, you know, this is an IP that kind of started, this started as a genre, really, Slay the Spire. So um, might be something I'll be picking. It's perfect for DLG con for sure. Um, so hint, hint, nudge, nudge, anywhere out, anybody out there with expendable income, uh, pick it up and uh, we'll play next year. But learn how to play it before you come to DLG con. <laughs> I still think the best DLG con game has to be that Monster Madness thing. Like the one that's oh, like that you game play is the great. DD character. Like you yeah. like, it's so easy. Yeah. Like anybody like, can play Apparently it. Bobby, because you didn't play with us, right? I played later, but yeah. Yeah, so they changed a lot of the rules and it's um it's just way more from what Bobby was telling me, it's just way more involved and way more like just user friendly and fun. Yeah. Well, no, the original version was, was fine, but they changed some stuff that I think made it better in this yeah. new version. And the new version that we played was based on magic or magic characters. What? I believe. No. No, they're based on D and D like characters. Oh, D &D, and then right. it was Bald yeah, it was Baldur's Gate Baldur's Gate characters. And then the, the expansion mm -hmm. is just monsters. Like it's like they're all joke monsters. Like my character was a dragon who was a businessman, like an yeah. investment broker. Yeah, in and the first game the like characters that. were um they range from sci-fi to fantasy. You know, there was uh, it was like robots or aliens. No, dude, or, you're getting two games mixed up. Am I thinking of a yeah, game? Yeah, you're thinking of the Dungeons and Dragons game. Oh, Smash Up. Okay. Yeah, you're getting you're, you're yeah. Just, no, we didn't play Smash Up this year. No, we didn't pay it because no, we uh, didn't. Gummy didn't bring it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think fun. it's a 75 pound box now that he has all the DLC. It so is enormous. That, yeah. 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 But dude, also, I I think that the just the classic DLG con game is cool. You can't fuck with the Duke, dude. <laughs> dude you gotta dude, have the Duke. Dude, dude. <laughs> uh, I, see, I don't like those types of games because it's just like like lying. You just tell the truth the whole time. Like no, Bobby, Bobby, listen. All right, listen. You had a good strategy though, and that is the strategy is to tell the truth. <laughs> that is a strategy though because people will start thinking you're lying and then it's perfect because then they have no idea yeah. and you, like you win by yeah, but not then once lying people figure that out then the jig is up and they know how to and that's exactly that's when you when modify you your that's, that's when, when you, you modify, modify your strategy exactly. yeah come uh, on bobby you're there you're like 80 percent there there's like 20 percent more shitty and then you and then you'll be great dude you just got to get a little shitty with it just a little lie <laughs> days i remember uh last year your strategy was like lie about oh no oh, i forgot what it was oh act like you're lying no matter what you're doing that's what exactly. it was yeah 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 you did really tell well the truth year. in the most suspicious way yeah, possible. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the trick <laughs> yeah um also uh there's a game coming out called capes um the tagline that i saw was xcom meets uh the boys so, you know, it's that, that way, that right there, I, I'm almost sold. If you deliver a game that works and those two things are true, uh, you got it. So if you take a realistic uh, look at superheroes, you know, with collateral damage and all that kind of stuff that, you know, the comic books ignored for uh, 80 years. And uh, you add the XCOM vibes where you get to, you know, build a team and, um, build your characters and get them new powers and all of that stuff, which 
this game does have. Um, I I think a I think a tactical turn based game is perfect way to do um, uh, do. I'm sorry, superheroes is the best way to do tactical turn based. Not the best, but a very good. It's like what Bobby was talking about. Like, why can't we get a Star Wars tactical turn base? Um, well, we got a superhero one, and hopefully, it's good. There used to be one a long time ago, like Half Life One time ago. Uh, I forget what it was called. I tried playing a few times, but it was just so clunky. Uh, I'm glad that somebody's giving it another shot, and so I'm very excited about this. And that yeah, wraps up the cool. radar. Damn. Yeah, that's pretty cool though that they've got the superhero tactical turn bases because that's pretty that's pretty different than the one that both you and I played, uh, which we'll cover in our highlights, which are games that we have played and can talk about, and might as well start it off with the Homicidal All-Stars. Yeah. So that, too, was a tactical turn base, and I've already noticed some differences between that, because I played the Homicidal uh, All-Stars, and I see you did as well. Uh, yeah. How did you like it? I liked it. I can't say anything bad about it. So basically, it's kind of like an... Uh, um running man situation it's like a game show there's like an announcer he's calling out everything you're doing so if you go on overwatch he'll be like he's taking the patient route or he's got his gun ready for whoever comes out that kind of thing and um it wasn't overdone uh i actually i i thought this was one of the better games i i liked it a lot i didn't have any problems with it at all i agree uh i liked it a lot as well i liked um Using the different mechanics and environment as well. I always love when they have that in tactical turn base. You know, like nothing gets me more excited than launching a it, oil barrel, lighting it on fire, and exploding dudes into like you know other shit. It's great. I love that. But um, I really, yeah, I really enjoyed the commentary, and I thought that that was a really fun and like refreshing new take on. Um, you know, just the way that tactical turn bases kind of yeah, all are, they're all very similar, but that was, that was awesome. It was a very like borderlands feel to me almost. Yeah. It had that things. look to it. Um, mm-hmm. and the thing about tactical turn base is it can turn, it, it's like a chess match. You're playing chess, right? So it can get a little stale sometimes. So having that announcer in there just yelling, uh, that was pretty good. Uh, and then the characters actually have names. They're classes, but they also have names. So like the heavy weapons person is Zoe. So he was like, and Zoe chops him up with her Gatling gun, you know, so like calling out the plays with the player's name and it just adds the whole thing, makes it look like a board game. I enjoyed it for sure. All I gotta say is, imagine releasing this shit like 1991 and just completely, like, the news would be all over you. They'd be like, oh, homicidal yeah. all-stars. Oh, <laughs> this is calling, no. causing all the violence in yeah. all the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Russia yeah. Invi- invaded Ukraine because you homicidal all-stars. Yeah, it's, it looks fun. Like, if you like turn, actual turn-based shooters. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's definitely good, and it's just it just says for release date that it's coming out soon, unfortunately. But you can play the demo right now, and it was a part of the next fest. Bobby, I need your hot take on uh, Overwatch Two, man. All right. I, yeah, first of all, I know that they got DDoS attack attacked to the opening day. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't log in for the first like two days, and there was a, a queue to get in. That that was annoying, but whatever, man. I don't I don't get super upset at games or companies for launch day problems because that shit's hard, dude. Yeah, for like, sure. It's just. It's kind of what I've just come to expect, and I understand that there's going to be a dif- difficulties, even like day one bugs. Um, I mean, yeah, dude, this is the only thing I got, and I know we got a million games here, so uh, I guess I can just jump right into it. 
uh, they did not deliver on the promise of PVE in this game, which I was the most excited for. Uh, that's going to be a year out, most likely. What the fuck? Yeah. They had PVE in the Halloween special for like the first year the first game was out. How the fuck do you fuck that up? Thanks, Blizzard. Don't fuck up Diablo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I was really excited about the PVE portion of this because I, I played a good amount of Overwatch. And uh, it got really old really quick for me. I, I don't know. It just didn't quite click with me. And I love Team Fortress 2, which is, I guess you could kind of compare the two. Uh, basically, I, I played, I jumped into Overwatch 2, and I hadn't played Overwatch 1 in forever. So I didn't really know or recognize all the changes. So when I started playing, it kind of just seemed like Overwatch to me. I had to go online and look up, like, what actually was Overwatch 2? Like, what what are we getting here? Real quick, I... Th- it is just Overwatch 1, I think, right? But, it's just an no, Overwatch 1 with a champion pack and a map pack, pretty much. And well, some now, there's, there's some changes. changes. But honestly, when you jump into the game and play, it doesn't seem like it. There are three new uh, heroes. I don't know if they what they call them. I think it's heroes. Uh, three new heroes, uh, six new maps. They got rid of the two-point capture, which a lot of people didn't didn't like. And they have this new mode where you push these... You fight over a robot that pushes a barricade. So it's kind of like a double payload mm-hmm. mode. Um, Mm. so yeah, they did make some changes. One of the big changes that they made was games are now five V five instead of six V six. And I guess the meta was to have an off tank. So you run double tank and one of them was an off tank. Um, but now you just have a, a single tank, a healer and three DPS. Um, They've also switched around some characters a lot. Like they made Doomfist a tank. Like they've really just because of this big meta shift, they've, they've reworked some of the characters. Uh, what I found really interesting though, was they got rid of loot boxes entirely and introduced a battle pass. And you can also complete weekly quests to get overwatch coins, which you can then spend on other cosmetics. So this, a lot of people were mad about that. Yeah. People are upset about the battle pass. I, I don't know. The reason that I heard is they have a character you have to unlock with the battle pass. Now it's the first thing you unlock. So if you get it, you're just going to get that character. And that's Kiriko, one of the new ones. Um, but they did say there would eventually be other ways to get, get that character. Um, I just think it's interesting because it kind of shows where we're at in gaming. When overwatch one came out, that was 2016 loot boxes were everywhere. Like that was the, the thing you did to monetize your game. Now, the landscape has officially changed. It's battle passes. It's all about battle passes. That's well, how you monetize these games. By the way, Overwatch 2 is free to play. I think a lot of that was countries that are, you know, outlawing, outlawing yeah. um, yeah, boxes. Europe, gambling. Yeah, yeah. Europe, um, I don't know if they flat out outlawed it, but they... Limited it for sure. Yeah, or maybe it wasn't entirely Europe, but there was just some for European my, countries. Dude, I love how the EU is just fucking telling, you know, they're changing things that well, it was it was hey, super apple annoying. change your phones yeah they, they're making apple change their phones it's yeah, great well, the, the charger yeah right? yeah which they should have been doing anyway but uh it is kind of interesting though because when overwatch came out i think i bought the game they had it for 40 bucks for the base edition and then there was a deluxe i probably got the base edition for 40 bucks but I remember immediately spending $100 on loot boxes. As stupid as I think loot boxes were, and as much as I don't really care that much about cosmetics, I still somehow fail. Yeah, I don't know what that was. I got to go see what that is. I'll be right back. Yeah, that, that was a loud noise. <laughs> but I still kind of fell right into that trap. Like, 
think about that, dude. I spent $40 on the game. Then I spent $100 on a chance at some cosmetics, you know, and the loot box system, you don't know what you're getting. It's kind of exciting. Like, Ooh, I may get something good, but you never do. You just get a bunch of fucking portraits and sprays and shit and maybe like one cool skin. But I think where we're moving is a lot better. The battle pass. Sure. The, um, earning coins and then spending those, at least you can get what you want because there were a lot of games during this whole loot box craze where you just couldn't get, there was no way to get what you want. The only thing you could do was buy loot boxes and spend a ton of money and just hope you get something kind of like buying card packs back in the day of like magic or, uh, you know, any collectible card game or even baseball cards. You just buy a bunch of packs and you're, you're basically gambling. You just hope you get what you want. And that's, I, I don't know. I don't particularly like that in games. Yeah, it is gambling for sure. It's like going yeah. and getting a scratchies, you know? And you're like, oh, maybe I'll win five grand. And you, you don't. Yeah. No. Maybe you may win, win another bucks. ticket for free. Well, and the yeah. other thing too is like you end up just with a lot of crap. You know, I remember when I bought Star Wars, the, the CCG game, it, it was always a, a certain amount of commons, uncommons, and one rare in there. And of course, you hope you get a good rare. But it's just, it's not a great way for a game. Like if there's one thing, oftentimes there'll be like one character that you really like, and there's one particular skin that you really want. And there's just no way where you can just say, you know what, I will give you like money, like hard cash if I can just get what I want. And I don't need any of this other garbage. So I, I'm kind of glad we're moving away from loot boxes. I think the, uh, the whole Battlefront 2 thing was a real nail in the coffin, but, um, but Overwatch 2, uh, kind of crap, huh? No, I mean, the multiplayer is fine if you like that. Yeah, it's, you know, it's still Overwatch. It's it's fun, sure. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. There's so many new characters. Uh, I just play Mercy and, and Heal, and I do pretty good at that. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, if you really like, if you liked Overwatch, you're going to love this. But I was just, I was hoping for the PvE content, personally. I don't think the PvE content is the moneymaker, you know? No, of course not. Yeah, because look, you're buying skins for what? To show them off to other people. Mm -hmm. And you you play yeah. more against more people. Well, they got this new thing too, This uh, these things called mythic skins, where you can customize your Oh, that's skins. cool. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Oh, thanks for introducing um, a new way to take people's money, Blizzard. <laughs> when, I knew, than I when I knew that uh, loot boxes had gotten too crazy was when I saw it in Milo's Toys. When she was like six and seven, you know, the LOL surprise, I think it's called. You buy these little loop balls, basically. You don't know what you're buying. And then you open it up and then you can get any of whatever amount of 40 different characters. And then there's rare ones and they're medium ones and all of that stuff. But what ends up happening is you keep buying these fucking things. And you keep getting the commons over and over and over and they want a full set. And yeah, you can sell the rare ones for a lot of money, but that's not the point. The point is like they want them all. Oh, and they're all hoochie mamas. They're babies and hoochie mamas at the same time. It's very strange, very mixed yeah. uh, feeling. That started with my generation, by the way, with brats. I was yeah, and I was gonna say I don't know. Like, do you remember the, the fucking quarter machines where you could get all the little homies? Yeah, the little homies. Oh, uh, homies, dude! There's a documentary on that. That guy is the, I, I believe, from my understanding, like per like quarter spent was the highest earner of all time for like quarter <laughs> machines. Yeah. It's Every like now people and then I'll see one of those in a Mexican, like a taco shop or a 
just uh, taped down somewhere on a windowsill or something. Like they'll fit it up. Well, yeah, you got to show love for the homies, dude. <laughs> no, I'm talking yeah, about like, the vending machines, like the little gumball machines where you get uh, those. I still mm-hmm. see those from time to time. Oh, I haven't seen them in a while. Yeah, it's pretty rare, but yeah. I don't know. I feel like this type of stuff has always been around, but it's very insidious. And I, I'm glad we're finally acknowledging it because it's just, yeah, it's, it's really shitty it when that advantage. stuff is marketed towards children. Yeah. Like that's, that's what the, the problem is. It's fucked, dude. And then you're selling like a big one would be $160. I mean, adults are pretty bad too, because it's like, um, I don't know, dude, I was watching this, that Nick Kroll up. Pretty funny, man. His first stand up. Yeah, new one. Oh, I watched this first. That's his one. first time. No, no, I watched this first one like years ago, and I thought it was really bad. And I okay. love Nick Kroll. Yeah, Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll's original comedy was shit. By the way, yeah, like when he yeah, first started in the public eye, it was bad. Great. So he has a new one on Netflix, right? New one on Netflix, pretty funny. But he was talking about how he was like addicted to snacks and how to get hypnotized for it. And he's like, <laughs> I, have, I have the self control of a child, but the financial resources of an adult. Yeah, and that's kind of how I feel about these loot boxes. Yeah, uh, you know, it's yeah, it absolutely shouldn't be available to children, but it's still pretty shitty to do that to adults because. Cause it's not like we're that much better, you know? <laughs> yeah. Do you think, do you think like a solution in Korea would be like the case when it comes to like playing video games online that have to be tied to your actual government ID? So like little kids wouldn't be able to use loot boxes. Hmm. That's a too heavy a question for this yeah. lady in the podcast. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, DLG <laughs> never gets political unless we're talking about loot boxes. Fuck your loot boxes and your gambling. <laughs> Got it. Moving on. <laughs> One thing on po- politics really quick. Uh, I love that like we DLG con, we had all kinds of political right and left and all it and nobody even gave a fuck. We just played no. games, you know? Yeah, we're all we're all nerds. Yeah. <laughs> deep in the deep in the heart of That's Texas, and yeah. we give a fuck. Yeah, it was awesome. It was savage. It was great. Yep, savage. <laughs> yeah, I definitely learned that to my fucking new vocabulary. Just yeah, savage, savage. Everything so savage. understated. Like somebody would just rip somebody's fucking asshole, and like, oh my god, he said that about his mom. I'd be saying, I'd be like, savage. Just like <laughs> it's really good. All right, cool. Uh, we have a lot of next fest games to go through. How how late we run in already? Are too we, late. Too late. Or or an hour in. Yeah. Or an hour in. Okay. Um, I could do a couple and then leave some for next week. Um, I'm, this is no particular order. Um, like we already covered. Uh, well, he already took it off. I'll talk about Ill Will. Um, it's a first person shooter. Um, Nothing crazy or, uh, like, there's nothing that really stands out other than the look of it and the uh, atmosphere. Um, it is creepy. It feels like Little Nightmares if Little Nightmares was a first-person shooter. Like, all the creatures are very strange. Um, the atmosphere is strange the lighting is weird the music they did a great job with whatever they had they did a great job with it i had a really good time with it uh, i played the entire demo and i didn't finish it. i had to try like five times to get the whole thing done um i enjoyed it quite a bit actually so um, is it difficult i found it difficult yeah um until you learn what each enemy does and then obviously you can you, how to counter you, it. Yeah, yeah. You, how to counter it. And then after that, it's it gets better, but um, or it gets easier. Uh, but yeah, the whole time you're just kind of like creeped out about the whole thing. 
Yeah, little laughs and shit. Yeah. Uh, so that's one of the ones that I, I really enjoyed. What did you play from Next to Us, Daisy? Uh, I'm going to get started with one I didn't enjoy, which was Undecembered. Uh, I had a lot of hope for it. There's a lot of hype around Diablo 4, and I'm super excited for Diablo, so I was kind of craving a little bit of a hack and slash, you know, the top-down isometric RPG. And I played this, and it's just kind of like, whatever. I get what they were doing, which was like... They were showing everybody a demo of like what what it could be like, what it could be, you know, like when you have everything and you're like the top tier, you know. But in doing that, it's like, all right, when you give me like a sorceress and I can do literally everything and I'm just like wrecking mobs like it's nothing, I am already bored. Mm -hmm. And so when you're showing me what the game is like without all of the shitty grinding that I know is necessary to get to that point... And it's boring. It's like, oh, dude, no, you failed. You fucked up. Like, absolutely mm. not. And so I think I've seen some people talking about how this is kind of like a, a watered down, like lost arc or something. And I can kind of see that, too. But this was this was a letdown for me. Um, and I got a buddy that also, too, played it. And I love what he said. He was like, I just want one top down isometric RPG hack and slash that doesn't have terrible voice acting. Mm. And I so agree that voice acting's ass in this. And so I don't know. I I certainly don't think it's worth the top price. I don't I don't know. I won't be getting. It. I'll just wait for Diablo. I was I was disappointed with this one. There you go. Um and uh, I was I was kind of I'm a little let down that you're uh, chopping it down too bad. Not uh, not from your review, but from yeah, I wanted good things from this one and um it sucks when you're like you know, you do a couple moves and you wipe the entire floor and then there's no strategy to it. You know, I get it. It's just too easy. It's yeah, too easy. It, was, it was unfortunate. It was too easy. And then the story wasn't unique enough to like excuse the easiness to me. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan. It seemed like it had a lot of promise. I mean, it looks great. You know, like it definitely looks really pretty. And um, it's I, I wanted it to work. But now it's just like I said, it's too easy, I think. Wolson so made it boring. was the game that we were talking about days that was like Wolson it. is fantastic. Wilson. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, I beat the shit out of that game. I yeah. loved that game. It's That's nice part of mix. why I got excited for on December because I was like, oh, maybe this will be kind of like Wolson, you yeah. know, and no, it's not. It is a little bit more like Lost Ark, but it's it's boring, which is unfortunate. Real, real quick round table here. Uh, what are the chances Diablo 4 will be good? What are, What's everybody's thoughts? 65. I'm giving I was going to say 40%. Oof. Dude, there, there's already leaks about details of the game, like regarding monetization and stuff like that. And it's just, it's not looking good. Like Great. the whole, like, uh, the whole survey thing that was being done in Germany that got leaked involving, like, would you pay to be able to advance and, and get certain cosmetics, uh, you know, and all these things. And it was just, you could already tell that it's going to be like Diablo three, where they started off in a way, in a way different level, and then they're going to just have to change it drastically so people actually play it. I was just thinking as you were speaking, I was like, oh, we just have to say that you know, um, uh, well, Blizzard's just a microtransaction company now, and yep, as the hardcores, if we want to call ourselves that, or or just like it's not even that; it's more like people that don't don't get enjoyment off of uh perks from spending cash i guess um get it or people would just get it you know um 
we don't, it's, it's, it, it's we just don't not, enjoy that. We don't appreciate the strategy. It's, it's not that hard. It's just like, just don't make it so that people that pay the game have an advantage. But dude, just they're making money only. hand over fist. So are they wrong? Yeah. No, I mean, dude, we can sit here all day and talk about how like that's wrong and everything. But the, at the end yeah. of the day, dude, look how much that's what makes money. Diablo yeah. Immortal. You know, people so, say one thing and then they say something completely different with their wallets. So, yeah. I'll rephrase. But, Christian, what are the chances that Diablo 4 is good for us? Uh, you all will hate it. Ha! Probably. Bobby, you're on that boat? Um, I don't have much interest in Diablo. I never really did. I got into Diablo 3 like a couple of times, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm not really excited at all for Diablo 4. Ultimate question, Dodger. Um, I will, uh, <laughs> yeah, 25% chance that I'll like it. 25%, I'm guessing. Yeah, I just... We'll see. Those are hard numbers, I, folks. People like they're they're saying it publicly that they're they're just like we're trying to keep it as classic as we can, but yeah. the things in the back and the behind the scenes are very different. Apparently, so. I just really hope Decker Kane is not let the old man die. He was ninety in the first game, like let, let <laughs> now he's man. like eight hundred. Yeah, let the old man. I don't know, man. What is dead may never die, right? So <laughs> we'll see, right? I, I'm kind of excited though because my one coworker who is quite a PC gamer who is obsessed with Blizzard, um, he got into like I think the closed beta for this, so he's going to be playing it kind of soon, and I'd love to hear his thoughts and talk about them because yeah, I, I mean I want to believe that it's going to be great, but Blizzard just consistently has just been like money sluts, and so they're pumping out garbage and charging it top dollar, so it's like. I don't know, but who knows? Maybe this, maybe this could be the one. <laughs> yeah. so. this is, they're going to go back to, it's just going to be $60 and we're all going to love it. It's going to be great, guys. It's going to be amazing. It's going to bring us all back to the early thousands. <laughs> <laughs> but if yeah. it did that, they would sell so many fucking copies. It doesn't matter. They won't yeah. make more money than one guy spending $40,000 on everything in the game. They won't. That's true. Just, exactly. just the truth. Cricket Soldier, welcome Remember to the Diablo show, man. Remember Diablo Immortal, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a perfect example of that. They're fucking mobile thing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what? I, like, uh, yeah, we could talk Not for, a lot of, forever for about this shit, yeah. dude. Um, real quick, what I'm going to talk about, though, is I want to talk about Inklu... Ink, oh, God, I'm going to butcher this. Inklunati. Inklunati, yeah. We talked about it. Yeah, nobody can pronounce it. Did you? Did you try it? No. Oh, I feel like, okay, I feel like you should, because this one is pretty neat. It's a, it's like a card. It's kind of like a card battler in a way. There were aspects that reminded me of magic in a sense, because you have, it's almost like you have this like ink drawing dude. And that is essentially your planeswalker because there's you and then there's him. And he creates like all of your army and brings up a bunch of stuff. Um, And so you want to kind of protect him, but you can push and move enemies on this line to try and kick them off or you could kill them with the creatures that your Inklunati dude or whatever drew. Um, it's pretty fun. And like, I like the different levels that they have in it and like, yeah, you can, you can draw and create different characters as well too. It seems pretty promising. Um, I don't know. I had a blast with it. I thought the story was kind of fun. I really liked what was unique was that the game is definitely obviously played and drawn like as if you were reading some medieval text or something, but then they have these like really cute, funny, like cinematic cutscenes that are in it 
which are pretty entertaining as well. And like people definitely put in a lot to voice act or well, not voice act, but like to act in them and shit like that too. And so like every time they introduce a boss, it's like a whole little cut scene of like how you come up on the boss and like you're this dude wearing a full set of armor and you just whip out a notebook and <laughs> it's like everybody gets really serious and, and they dip their pen in some ink and then boom you fight like it is it's like that's unique i haven't seen shit like that and i thought it was really cute and really fun so i definitely really enjoyed this game and i'll be keeping an eye out for it as well i thought it was super funny and fun to play and and really liked it yeah i saw that on the next fest and it's coming this winter but definitely check it out i like that one I things. definitely love the art style and the Dude, silliness. Of who, how could you not love the art style? This is great. It looks like uh, when you watch uh, Monty Python stuff, and there's like those cartoons would come out on the edges and do the the that that kind of uh, old style, um, what thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth century, something like that uh, art style. It, it's great. Um, Just yeah, the medieval. But second thing on this is when I was a kid, I would. I used to like draw a random line on the right side of the paper and a random line on the left side of the paper. And those would become the bases and one would be one base and whatever, like whatever, wherever a turret would fit, I'd put a turret or whatever a window would fit. I would put archers. And then based on the random lines, I'd have these two castles right next to each other and send troops at each other. I would play this game or games like this before you know on pen and paper real pen and paper so it's crazy that like i was the only one obviously because this isn't the first game that's like this um but yeah people are making video games on something that i thought i invented on pen and paper uh coming from the audience we have cricket soldier saying how much does bobby's battle net account worth he said he'll pay at eight uh, clown says he'll pay a hundred dollars and uh zaya says he has got 15 bucks what do you think bobby what do you think it's worth <laughs> my battle net account it's probably worthless dude i mean yeah i got a lot of uh stuff in heroes of the storm but who cares but about no, that game? yeah nobody plays that game <laughs> yeah. so yeah yeah I, mean, I got a lot of wow stuff a lot of old stuff but like nothing actually that valuable i never really grind it that much i got a lot of games on that account but yeah dude it's it's not worth that much <laughs> compared to some other people who have some really rare stuff nick what's up with gundam evolution i know you warned us about it and you said uh, so yeah apparently i played it right after they fixed a lot of shit um so it still got mixed reviews because of when it uh got released and like how it is now right um i think i ended up playing a total of like 25 games and um, only DC'd once, uh, like, as far as, like, having the issue that p- people were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, like, somebody leaving, canceling a game, uh, somebody getting disconnected. I only experienced that once out of those, like, 25 games. Um, it is actually really fun. Does it feel like you're piloting a Gundam? Yes, because when you fucking pilot the super shitty tank <laughs> Gundam that has, like, tracks, you're slow as shit. Um, and when you're doing the one that's like super anime powers that has thrusters, you're like bouncing around and stuff. So you actually feel like you're piloting the Gundams that you actually have. But what I will say is that it's kind of like an Overwatch clone. It's like one of those like positional based um, like shooters where everyone's got abilities. You're trying to complete a, like a task like domination or like push to load and all that stuff. 
Um, I like it a lot. Um, a, cause I'm a stupid Gundam fan and B, um, it just seems to be smooth and it actually feels like you're piloting the Gundam. Um, I do see where people were mad about the premium Gundams cause I believe there's 12 free Gundams and then there's six premium ones. Um, for example, my, uh, my favorite Gundam of all time is just your normal humdrum bad guy. And it's called the Zaku two. Well, they're infamously known for using laser axes instead of laser swords. And I was like, hey, man, I'm playing this Zaku 2. I don't got a fucking laser axe. What the hell? Well, it turns out that it's a completely different class and a, and a, and a different Gundam that you had to pay for. Hmm. Um, and like I said, it's like the Super Gundams, you can definitely tell when they're on the battlefield as well. Um, they're not really pay to win, but they just have more intense effects and stuff like that. Um, they're flashier is what you're saying. They're flashier. Exactly. That's kind of, I mean, that's what, you know, it's basically, uh, cosmetic. Yeah. It's just, well, it's not, it, well, it's not cause some of them have unique, like unique abilities. I believe there's one for every class or two for every class, but, um, like I really wanted to play the Zaku melee, like I mean Zaku two melee, like I, but I couldn't. Did you spend the money? Did you spend the money? No. How much was it? Give us an idea. Uh, It's free. No, the game's free. No, no, no. The Zaku. Oh, melee. I believe it's ten bucks for just that one mech. Just that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you if you work it out to like pay, I think it's sixty bucks for the game, or not sixty bucks. I think it's thirty bucks. You can buy five of them or four of them. Like the the number is pretty obviously buy all of them at once. You get a discount kind of thing. Um, it is free to play, so why the fuck not? You know. Hey, if you if the base gameplay, you know, being an Overwatch clone, you could do worse. If if I'll tell you uh, right now, it's better than fucking Overwatch. <laughs> we should play it. Next. We should play some Overwatch. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Well, Overwatch or this? No, I'm not gonna play this. <laughs> what the fuck was I? I don't play Overwatch with you, so uh, I can be equally as bad as I I'll was. I'll play before. the one billion dollar version, not the uh, ten thousand dollar <laughs> version, not the uh, cheap money grab because somebody likes robots as a kid version. Yeah. Well, I'll you do. know, you, sometimes you got to deal with all of that greed, you know? You can't always have bravery, right? So, Amelia, yeah. <laughs> you want to tell me a little bit about bravery and greed? Let's keep it moving along. <laughs> I will. Um, I'm probably only going to do, like, two more of these, uh, and then I'll save the rest for next week, because Next Fest was huge. Is it? Is this still going on? Uh, it's I, going it's, on until I tomorrow. I think it's going on until tomorrow. Okay. Because... Uh, which uh-huh. is October 10th. We should say that since it's, oh. it's released. So when you're listening to this on the podcast, it's gone. You're too late. But if you're catching it on uh, Twitch, which you should check out our Twitch since you can see all of us live when we record this on Sunday nights, uh, you got one more day left. Uh, this is uh, what was funny was uh, Capes had a demo. I just downloaded it uh, and it wasn't on Netflix. Well, I didn't find it on Next Fest, um, but... I was like, oh, shit, this has a demo. I can't wait. So I'll play that demo, and I'll talk about that next week. I was really happy that I'm really excited about Capes, um, but more on that later. Do you Um, think that Next Fest, holy shit, my brain just melted, uh, is like the future of where smaller company games can really get their shit out there? Yeah, man. This I'm is excited great. for it though. I love Next Fest. This I'm is a the huge best fan of demos. This is better than Summer Sale for sure. Well, those demos yeah. aren't going anywhere too. It's just Next Fest is when they promote these. And 
Guys, I get it. Like, I didn't put games on here that had tech. I, I'm not talking about technical difficulties. I'm not talking about, like, things that didn't work. Everything's on Unity. Fucking all my aspect ratios were all fucked. My, fucking uh, NVIDIA kept telling me that I'm playing on the wrong uh, resolution because Unity doesn't know what the fuck's going on because almost all these games... I'm excited about the fucking, you know, when you're doing new things in video games. That's what I, that's what I'm here for. If your game works on demo day, great. I know that you, you guys are hard at work, fucking in a garage, fucking long hours trying to get your demo done by next fest. I get it. I'm not going to talk shit. Um, games that just didn't work, I didn't even put it on the list. Why would I? I'm, you know... Um, I'm just going to try to highlight what I, I liked and I get it. And I appreciate all those devs out there. Um, bravery and sorcery is a hack and stash 2d, like uh, jump around and kill things. I thought it was bravery and greed. Oh, sorry. Bra- what did I say? Did I just bravery never... and sorcery, which is blade and sorcery is a <laughs> VR game, but that's not yeah. what we're talking about. We're talking about up. bravery and greed, bravery and greed. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Wow. Um, <laughs> too much too much booze um so anyway uh yeah it's a hack and slash 2d brawler type game uh it's it has literally everything guys like it has co-op it has versus it has uh pve it has pvp it has um several characters it has uh what do you call it it has um Let's see. I wrote it all down. I have notes here. I took notes for the first time. Uh, the characters what? are so good. I played as like the wizard and uh, the wizard was so involved that I was like, this little wizard guy can hold a game by himself. Like somebody could have just made a game with just this wizard. You know, he has so much things going on. And then there's like four other classes. And I was like, wow, this game has a lot going on for it. Um, it has wave survival. It has like, they they threw everything in the wall and a lot of it stuck um from what i could tell uh i was having a really good time the money that you earn it's interesting there's you could spend the money and get upgrades or whatever and get better stats or the more you hoard your money the you get bonuses from hoarding money as well it's called the greed meter so it it's like a as some sort of like uh, risk versus reward on spending your money. I, I've never seen it before or at least implemented it this way. But yeah, it's all over the place, but I had a good time with it. So um, all these games, a lot of the Nexus games, their success is very pivotal on their price point. Like, you know, I, I had a really good time with this and I can't wait to play co-op with some friends but obviously I'm not going to pay $50 for this or 30. So, you know, uh, price point is super important on these games and it might be one of the most important things after, you know, all the, all the hardware, I mean the software stuff. So very, uh, very important guys. Don't fuck it up. That's it. All right. We got now. Do we have one more game here? Exterminate zombies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I played about that. One. I wasn't. I wasn't sure how much more Emilio was going to talk about because he's got a big fat list. But uh, 
All right, yeah. The Exterminate Zombies Get Paid. I definitely want to talk about This game was a lot of fun, dude. It's got four-player co-op you can do. I haven't tried the co-op with it. I just did the first person uh, playing. And what it is is it's a a point-and-click shooter um, that is Wave Survival. And it's just fun. I like the graphics. I thought it played well. There's a lot of different kind of guns. Yeah, you can run around with a flamethrower. There's all these different settings. And I thought it moved fluidly. And I, I've thoroughly enjoyed playing this. Um, I thought it was pretty good. And the bosses are challenging enough. Um, and it's just, like I said, it's pretty fun. And it's cool. And yeah. basically, every time you kill a zombie, you get money. So you get paid. And that's kind of how they have it. But... I played this one as well. Oh yeah, what would you think? Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, I didn't put it on the list. I think because I was having uh, ultra wide issues and it wasn't playing all that well. But when I was playing it, it looked pretty good. Um, It does remind me of one more game. I'm going to bring up one more, and it's called uh, Scroll Up. Uh, It's called Bullets and Biters. Very similar, but Bullets and Biters is a and I want to talk about this because Vampire Survivors made a new genre, basically. And nobody has a name for it. So I looked for the name of it. And I found one guy on... A lot of people were talking about what's this called now. And uh, one guy on Reddit said something that I really liked. It was called... It's a Vampire Survivor game. And what I like about that is like it pays homage to the first game that made it. Kind of like a roguelike is like the game Rogue, right? So Vampire Survivor. So that's what I'm going to be used from now on. So this is a Vampire Survivor. Vampire Survivor-like? Yeah, sure, but then it gets long. So I'm just It's already like. pretty long. <laughs> We're just adding more syllables, like. dude. Uh, <laughs> this looks, yeah, this looks Oh, sorry. Vampire Survival. Oh. See the difference? It's a vampire Survival game. Okay, but what if it's a survival work? game where you play as a vampire? Uh, then we're gonna have real big issues, dude. Real big issues. That was V Rising, by the way. <laughs> we already had one of those. Um, but yeah, you know, this is one of those games where you don't aim and you run away from a lot of stuff. But it has the best graphics out of anyone that I've ever seen. Uh, it kind of has a cell shaded thing going on, and you play as a uh, sheriff. You know, there's probably a homage to uh, The Walking Dead, and uh, you're using modern day machinery so you can get a drone you can get a turret you're using a pistol and it's almost exactly vampire survivor uh except for you know the you're moving everything over to zombies and a modern day and i enjoyed it quite a bit i liked it a lot actually um yeah this looks a lot better than the one that i was just talking <laughs> about dude. yeah uh, no it's cool like especially that you can make yourself go huge and Use vehicles and all. Yeah, that's awesome. I was digging it. I played it over and over and over because I wanted to check out the different uh, uh, builds, basically. So every just like Vampire Survival Survivor, you uh, <laughs> this is gonna get confusing. Maybe I fucked up. Uh, you every time you level, you get a choice of three, so you can actually make a build. And so yeah, I just I played it like five six times in a row just to try the different builds out. So uh, yeah. I'm actually looking forward to this one. All right. Yep. Okay, so I think that's about it for uh, the games that we played this week. Uh, quick shout out to Recycled subscribing for 50 months. 5-0. Fucking Thank you, man. nuts. That's a lot, man. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Thanks, dude. 
Uh, we also awesome. appreciate King Tyron subscribing for three months. Not, not as much. It's actually like um, three fiftieths is how much we appreciate yours. No, yeah, thanks. It's be thanks, man. Six percent. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Just Tyron's as much, like actually. Prime beef and recycled the wagyu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are the chances that this is um, your wife, dude? Because he seems to, King Tyron seems to have an obsession with you, sniper. Yeah, but I don't know if it's a healthy obsession. You know, I'll talk like twice a podcast and then he'll like, like link the timestamp on YouTube and he'll be like, yeah, rock on, man. And I'm like, oh, uh, I don't know about that. You're so going to pro- be the next caster, Sniper. Don't worry about it. You'll kick Nick <laughs> off real soon. It's it's probably not Rianne because she's not that into Like this guy's over how much my wife loves me. He's like a, level, <laughs> a degree past that. We're so it's uh, that mustache. Yeah. Yeah, this mustache might shut down the whole trip, dude. <laughs> this mustache is okay. I'm I digging. Sense it. jealousy. I sense jealousy. I like it. Okay. And my All shirt, right. dude. My mustache with that shirt. Come the fuck oh, on. Oh, yeah. that would have been great. All right, Ned yeah. Flanders, calm down. Yeah. Oh, it would have been so Ned Flanders. You're oh, right. Damn, I know my Halloween costume now. Perfect. Fuck. Thanks, go. Nick. Then you damn. just roll right into yeah. Mario. That's a Mario mustache. <laughs> Llama boy coming in with the first month, dude. Thank you awesome. so much. Thank you for supporting. Yeah, forty nine to go, dude. If you could get in a space warp and make that fifty, <laughs> that'd be great. Probably catching up to do. Right. Awesome, man. We appreciate it. Um, all right, we don't have many listener questions, uh, but we do have kind of a, a provocative one from Exaris here. I've been reading up on the upcoming graphics cards from Nvidia and Radeon and their ensuing price war. Do you think the industry needs another brand to force companies to be more competitive overall, or are NVIDIA and Radeon enough? Competition's always good for the consumer. Um, uh, I, I Can you guys name a third company? Bobby can, but can you guys name a third company? Well, apparently oh, Intel, Intel was developing video cards, um, and their whole thing was that they're gaming and editing video cards and like all these other things. But but very cheap, right? Like three hundred fifty bucks is what well, they're, I saw. Yeah. they're competing at that price level. They're not cheap. They're supposed to compete with like the Nvidia thirty sixty, and I don't know what uh, Radeon has or AMD has at that level. But they're not going for the high end, at least not yet. Uh, am but I did, did they pull out? No, they had a they had their 380 was not well received. I think they released it in some Asian country and it had a lot of issues. Um but this new one is supposed to be pretty good, but it's coming out soon. I think it's the 770 or something. I I don't know the model number. But yeah, I don't know. We could see and it it might be nice to have a a third company in the mix there just to shake things up because this whole thing with price, uh, GPO, GPUs PVGA. getting sold oh. for like way over price, apparently NVIDIA is just like, okay, I guess that's the price now. That's MSRP. Yeah. It's just, you know, get ready to pay like $1,500 for a graphics card whenever we release a new flagship. Like, Not just um, that, but, you, you know, they're having a hard time. Everybody's having a hard time getting the right um, components and all that stuff and chip manufacturers. Well, there's, there shouldn't be a shortage this time because the whole thing yeah, happening with Ethereum, it should be a lot, lot easier. Uh, yeah. it, but October 12th, I think is when they're releasing the 4090. That's just right around the corner. Um, I'll tell you something though. Overwatch two ran fine on my 1080. <laughs> on Dude, the 1080 is like one of the most reliable cards, man. Everybody, everybody I know that still has one is like, it's still working good. Yeah. 
Perfect. I notice a difference when I switch to the widescreen monitor. It's pushing a lot more pixels, but still it's, I don't feel a, a big need to upgrade my computer or my graphics card at the moment. And it, it'd be nice, I, I've, but not yeah, a need. Yeah, sure. It'd be great. And you know, like the nerdy hardware guy in me always wants to do that. But at the same time, I'm just like, I've skipped, I, I've skipped the 2000 series, the 3000. Now the 4000 series is available and they've got the 490 and then the two versions of the 480, which is basically like the lower end is the 470. But you know, do I really need to? And if I do upgrade, do I need to get the 4090? Like, do I need to no. be spending like 500 no. watts? I think you're totally <laughs> fine with the 30 series. Totally. The 3000 fine. series? Well, the 3000 series. series, I don't know. I, maybe they'll get cheaper, but they haven't really got that that much cheaper. I mean, I could probably spend the same amount of money on on a 4,000 one, but I don't know. I'm just saying like, typically in the past, I've always gone on the very high end and you know, it makes a difference with frame rates and everything. And they last longer. I don't know if they last any longer. Well, your 1080 lasted yeah, to today. Well, I mean, yeah, but I, I think if I had a 1060, it would have lasted just as long. I don't think it really, that it really depends. Like if you buy a 490, that's not going to last longer than a 480. I'm not saying like the hardware is lasting longer. I'm saying the ability the for performance. The, the performance is going to last longer. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah. range. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Apparently, like you can, I, I don't think games are really pushing graphics anymore and it's not like that big of a deal. But if I bought a 490 versus a 480, I think I'm going to be in the exact same spot years from now. I mean, yeah, I the 1080 so. is nice, and I'm I'm still able to run a lot of games on it. But I didn't get a 1080 Ti, and I'm still doing fine. I totally agree. I mean, like, I don't buy graphics cards because I can't play this one game without it, like it used to be. You just it's time to it's time to get a new computer because my old one's running clunky, and I'm just going to get whatever current card is out. But if you're starting to charge two thousand dollars for the newest cards. That might not be the case anymore. NVIDIA. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. That kind of plays into like my answer with this question, too, is that like I feel like the industry does need another brand to force companies yeah. to be more competitive, but it won't. I, I could imagine it will not be successful, and we wouldn't have a third brand, though. And it, part of that is because people are brand whores. Like... There's people that are ride or die in a video or radio, you know what I mean? And like, and there's a lot of distrust as well, too, I think, in the gaming industry where a lot of people will be like, the fuck is this? Like, so, yeah, like cyber power starts making their own graphics cards. People are going to be like, mm, nah, I'm not going to get that. Well, like, especially if they're charging at the same price. You, you also like, got to yeah. imagine with this because, yeah, I think there's a lot of brand loyalty when it comes to this stuff. Although now that EVGA, EVGA is gone, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm accepting all newcomers. But um, you also got to think about, they, they make a lot of deals with these graphics cards and CPUs. They put them in gaming consoles. They put them in pre-builts. So they come pre-packaged. So you can still make a lot of money if you, like if Xbox decides to use an AMD chip on their next gen console, like that's that's probably way more important than selling a bunch of graphics cards to PC gamers. That's mm -hmm. a bigger deal financially. But, I think. However, I, I mean, going back to the argument, I think I wonder if they're going to start focusing on VR capability with graphics cards and not so much playing because so many new games these days. Yeah. Like aren't 
pushing the boundaries with graphics but vr is and so that might be more demanding on a computer if you're going to at least like connect it up and use it i mean but a lot of you know the Maybe. That's a good point. A VR is a very small subset of something that's already exactly. a very small subset, which is PC gaming. It's growing, I feel exactly. like, though. Um, Nick, what, what's going on with that VR, uh, uh, PlayStation VR 2? Is that good or? Uh, I haven't tried it yet. I don't know if I'm going to try it. Um, what, okay. I don't even think. You're, you're like the sample size, dude. So you're like half and half uh, PlayStation, half PC. Like, which VR are you going to go with? Um, I mean, if anything, when it comes down to brass tacks, probably just PC. Yeah. Um, it's just, I play way more of it now. I only literally touch my PlayStation for like Binding of Isaac and any AAA games that come out for like play, PlayStation exclusives. Um, I, I mean, I do play Street Fighter on it because I, I don't know why. But, get everybody yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, half the people I play are on PlayStation or more. They're almost all in place, and it tells you where. Yeah, because those people that it's like the only game they play is Street Fighter. Yeah, and then why buy a gaming PC when you can just buy a PlayStation Four or Five and just play PlayStation? I forget it's almost eleven o'clock for you over there, dude. So <laughs> let's wrap this bitch up. Oh, we have one listener question still, right? One listener question from Recycled. Y'all like bass because I love some bass. <laughs> yes, I do. I read that as bad. <laughs> bass. <laughs> For bass, and then I was like, no, nah, it's probably bass. And then I said, yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I love both. I love both work. Yeah. I love bass, bass and bass. Yeah. I'm all about that bass. I'm all about that bass. And no then I'm trouble. all about catching a bass, chopping his head off and cooking it in a campfire. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, they're so gross, dude. They're all bony. What? What What kind of fucking bass are, well, I mean. What fish are you not... eating that don't have bones, dude? Well, I mean, I don't even eat fish that much to begin with, but I know bass is not an edible you're fish. You're the weirdo. I've, I've tried eating it once. What? Like, what? Uh, what you're kind a weird of person. Ba- a large mouth I like bass sea bass. Sea bass is tasty, okay. but like a large mouth bass is not good. Where do you guys fall in the, uh, you know, bass guitar in this bass, bass, bass? I There's a band member that gets laid the least? I don't know. Like, what do you want to know about bass guitars? Oh, no. They, I thought they, they got don't. laid the most. Dude. Yeah, I was going to say, they definitely don't get laid the least. <laughs> Nick, were you a drummer in a band? I was never in a band. <laughs> I sense See, jealousy. so how do you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at the bass guitarist like, I want to get laid more than the bass guitarist. I, <laughs> I just listened to a podcast on mariachi the music, and they were saying how there's no drum because you don't need one because they have something called the guitarron, which is a gigantic guitar that does the whole bass line for them. So it's just like, it's almost the, ex- uh, the same thing. It's like, dum, 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 dum. You don't need a, you don't need a drum if you got a big enough guitar. It's giant. They can't even carry it. It's on the floor. It's like a cello. It's a cello that's a guitar. And that is yeah. where the bass in mariachi music comes from. I just learned that this week. Nice. Yep. All right. Let's wrap this up. What's everyone playing next week? You guys go. I don't know. I'm um, doing some VR demos. Like, uh, what is it? Grim, Grim Lord and uh, Black Trail. Uh, and, you, you, you know, more Tarkov, dude. I am level 13, almost 14. And the goal is to get higher than level 20 and not shoot any of my teammates, which I've been successful so far, except for today when one of my teammates decided to start shooting at me while sneaking up on me. So I turned around, domed him, and then he was like, that was me. And I was like, well, don't shoot at people unless you're expecting yeah, to be shot Yeah, if it was his at. fault, like, it's his fault, yeah. So we're not going to count that, because fuck that guy, he's an idiot. And so, <laughs> Was it trash from Florida? 
No, it was it was somebody I don't think you've been playing. That does sound like a trash from Florida move, right? Like he'd shoot at me, I'd turn around, headshot him, and then he'd go, <laughs> savage. It's just disrespect. <laughs> like that would be trash. <laughs> what are you streaming um, here? Today? For, for for me, it's the bass guitar. No. Uh, <laughs> uh I'm gonna be probably playing actually like paper magic. I got the four Warhammer uh, commander decks and i want to play all of them so I'll, I'll be playing with leslie and some friends and stuff so be cool fun. man nice um bobby um i am probably that's very distracting sniper <laughs> <laughs> yes I, just zoom in on my face <laughs> i'm probably going to be playing some killing floor 2 it is the halloween season they're doing their events uh they do one for halloween and christmas it's always great uh so i will probably be jumping back into that Luna hardly lets me play anything but God of War. She loves watching. I don't know. She uh, so she calls it uh, el juego con el niño, the the game with the boy. And I guess she, you know, I gave her the fake controller. She always thinks she's playing. Um, yeah, uh, you guys don't have video, but uh, a lot of people don't have video. But when I say kill the monsters, because dónde están monstruos? She she waves her hand like she's killing the monsters, like with brute force you know she, <laughs> she lets go of the control she holds she's holding the controller with her left hand but her right hand swatting at the screen trying to kill the monsters and she loves god of war she loves she thinks she's a little boy and uh she she gets it like she she, Dude, she should be a trace for halloween yeah just she un- make her <laughs> she understands that she's the sidekick in that game and like she has a place in it and it's, it's great so like anytime i'm playing street fighter she goes no me gusta este yo quiero niño You'll get a niño and monstruos. I want kids. I want the the little boy and the monsters. Bring me the little boy and the monsters. So a lot of God of War. Um, always Street Fighter. And uh, yeah, I don't have anything else. More if I can. Oh, definitely that Capes demo for sure. Uh, I can't wait to report to you guys because I can't wait to play. Whoa, that is so strange. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sniper's just doing fucking... Oh boy, he's uh he's he's, he's, he's taking Nick and he's photoshopping him live. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, like he's a live good. photoshopping Nick crying onto a. Post sick it on the Discord. You can do. Yeah, you can get to our it. Discord. You can get to our merch. You can get to our Patreon. All by dlgaming.net. Go there. All the links are there. We appreciate you. Base titties. Boom! 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 On the radar includes Streets of Rogue 2, Dead Space Remake, The Grim Lord, Mount of Blade 2, Banner Lord, Black Trail, Capes, Slay the Spire, The Board Game. Highlights include Homicidal All-Stars, Ill Will, Undecembered, Inculinati, Bravery and Greed, Exterminate Zombies, Get Paid, Bullets and Biters, and Overwatch 2 and Gundam Evolution.